I'm Sami Lerner, and this is the Judaism From Within podcast. So we're continuing the discussion from last week. We developed over the previous weeks what Shabbos was, what the prohibitions of Shabbos are supposed to mean to the Jewish people, and how that brings us on the mission of the Torah. Now the question is, what about Havdalah, Kiddush, and the extension of Shabbos? Now, what do, how do these fall into that category? And that's been our discussion. Last week we spoke about Kiddush, and it all really does fit into a pattern. How can we allow Shabbos's influence to remain? How can we make it not a passing fad? How can we withhold or protect ourselves from the classic danger that any ritual or symbolic act has? Shabbos is important, but we want it to make an impact. That's what Kiddush does. Kiddush opens up the Shabbos, makes us focus, makes us reflect. We spoke about the wine, we spoke about the idea of a kois, we spoke about the idea of accepting these ideas, bearing testimony. All these ideas come into play at the beginning of Shabbos to make sure we're grounded in the experience. But what about when it goes? Now we introduce the two new concepts. One, the extension of Shabbos. We don't only keep Shabbos for 24 hours. We allow it, as Rav Hirsch says, to overflow. But also we have this ceremony that's known as Havdalah, that the separation between the week and Shabbos. But how is this separation enacted? What's the drama? What what do we do? And that's what we're going to focus on this week. We're going to focus on the extension of Shabbos at the end, but I think our focus will very much be on what does Havdalah do? So if we bring ourselves back to the goal of these three events, Kiddush, Havdalah, and the extension of Shabbos, what are we trying to do again? We're trying to hold on to the concept of Shabbos, allow Shabbos to permeate itself throughout our week. The first, by holding on to it in terms of that it's happened. Shabbos has arrived and we have to focus on that event. And that's what Kiddush did. But now Shabbos is leaving us. What do we do? Well, we do have Havdalah. All right. People like Havdalah, by the way. Havdalah is one of the most popular Jewish rituals. I mean, can you blame people? There's fire. There's wine. There's spices. It's like a cocktail for spirituality. People love doing sing. Well, people love to sing them. And, you know, especially during the pandemic, people loved to do online renditions. But drawing us into the expression of this act, let's begin with what you do. You have a cup. You have a cup of, well, you would say wine, but it doesn't have to be wine, does it? It can be any national drink. Then you have the spices, and then you have the fire. So let's focus on each one of these individually. The wine, or the drink, the beer, the tea, anything that gives the implication of a national drink. We open up with a certain amount of, I don't want to say the word pride is the right word here, but confidence. We're about to go on a journey. We've taken what we experienced from Shabbos, but we're going on a journey. We're going on a journey that is the week. What are we taking with us? How are we opening this journey? With a sense of confidence, with a sense of courage. We are holding up a beverage that's not simply water, that is something more than that, something that represents that which is more. There's courage here, there's self-confidence. Then there's the spices. The spices are, for Rav Hirsch, that closest thing to the spiritual, that which bridges the gap between the spiritual and the physical. Not because smelling is anything more than a physical process, obviously, but there's something different about smell. It touches you, it awakens the mind, but doesn't actually touch in a physical sense? Well, obviously it's physical, but it's not seeable. It doesn't, it's not like a shout. 
It's not like a, a visual experience. Of course, there are particles involved, but from a symbolic standpoint, the Jewish tradition has always viewed the smell of something as being something akin to something more spiritual, something more otherworldly. We refer to God as having reach nichoyach Hashem, a, a good smell to God. What does that mean? The smell of something is supposed to awaken the mind from a distance, without observable contact. That is what spice is. It's supposed to reinvigorate. It's supposed to renew. It's supposed to allow you to hold on to something even though the actual presence has departed. Now we're starting to get into the symbolism of Havdalah. Havdalah is holding on to that Shabbos. We began the journey with a drink, and then we introduced spices. And we make a blessing on these spices. And what are we saying? We're saying Shabbos is gone, but we want to hold on to it. That smell, that influence, we want to hold on to as we go into our week. You've got the idea of rejuvenation, but also the idea of holding on to an experience, holding on to the, quote, ish, smell of Shabbos. Allow the smell of Shabbos to permeate your week. Allow the spiritual influences and the educational processes of Shabbos to carry you through the week. And interestingly enough, Rav Hirsch points out that when we say the bracha on these items, it's boirei minei, it's present, it's active, God is with us. We're not going on this journey alone. We speak about God in the present active form when we make these blessings as we go on the journey of our week. We have the wine, we have the spices, and lastly we have the candle. Now the candle is symbolic across cultures, across sociological demographics. That which represents mankind's ability to overcome the world, mankind's ability to transcend the world, mankind's ability to form the world. This is technology. And as we are about to go into the week, whether you're an electrician, a plumber, or an accountant, you are using technology, you're using that creative skill of man to conquer the world. God should be at the forefront of your mind. God should be present in that experience. God is present. God is active. As the bracha indicates, you are trying to take the educational experience from Shabbos. Remember it. Hold on to it. But recognize that when you form the world, when you act in the world, that should be a, a light that should guide you. Rav Hirsch points out that we do the whole opening and closing of hand, intertwining of two wicks to make a torch that you can actually experience using the technology. You distinguish between your nail and your hand. You open it to show that you can distinguish the difference between the two. Distinguish between the absence and the presence. You're supposed to hold this idea that the fire that you are going to use to conquer the world, as once again, metaphorically here, we don't use fire to conquer the world right now, but the technological advancements of humanity stem from fire. And that allows us to do our work in the world, that we should be taking God into it. It shouldn't be that I have my work world and I have my spiritual world. No, Shabbos should, like the scent, be with us. But not only be with us in an abstract form, be with us in a grounded sense, that when we live out our job of controlling and forming the world, when we're at our work desk, God should be present there as well. So we had the Havdalah, we had the, the wine, the drink, the glorious drink, the drink of courage, the drink that is taking us into the week. The next stage is the spices, that's something we should hold on to, like a smell, the idea of smell having that quasi-spiritual air, 
in Jewish thought, but we should hold on to that spiritual experience from Shabbos, hold on to the educational experience of Shabbos, and take it into our week. And then with fire, not only in the abstract, but also as we live out our day, we should have God at the forefront of our mind when we are controlling and forming the world around us in our daily work. And then lastly, the extension of Shabbos. Now this really just sort of is like a topping on the top. Shabbos isn't isolated. Shabbos isn't an isolated concept. The idea that all these processes of ritual are giving over, we live out by allowing Shabbos to overflow into the week. Shabbos should not be, this is Shabbos, the second it's done, I now have my different life. Once again, Shabbos overflows into the week. The influence of Shabbos should be present at every stage. So, we spoke about Kiddush as Shabbos comes in. We spoke about Havdalah as Shabbos leaves. And we spoke about the extension of Shabbos that Shabbos will now overflow. Every one of these stages is illustrating that educational principle of the Jew. Shabbos is there to make an impact. Shabbos is there for us to acknowledge our mission as Jews. Kiddush, we articulate that as Shabbos comes in, to prepare ourselves for the experience, to not allow ourselves to be numbed by the repeated experience of ritual and allow ourselves to be numbed by it, but allow Shabbos to come in and prepare ourselves to fill the space of our spiritual lives. And when Shabbos goes out, prepare ourselves to take that experience with us, to take that experience into the upcoming week and allow it to be lived out. Shabbos isn't the goal here. Shabbos is preparing us for the week. And then the overflow into the week, given symbolic expression by the fact that we don't bring Shabbos out 24 hours later, it overflows into the week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a lovely week and a wonderful Shabbos.